Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. We thank you for joining us as we continue our flashback and revisit some of the most popular and thought-provoking conversations here on TSC Music. We're going to go back to Season 1 with our first guest here on TSC Music, our very own senior pastor, Carter Conlon. God is good, and His mercy endureth forever. God is good, He gives power and strength when we pray. So we stand and declare with one voice, and as others have done, we rejoice. With our mouths and our hearts, we now say, God is
This is Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and that anointed and very familiar voice comes from Times Square Church's own senior pastor, Carter Conlon. Pastor, it's great to have you on Music with a Mission. Thank you, Derek. It's great to be here with you. First, let me say, it's just great to see you sitting down here with us. I know you're incredibly busy. Uh, When I see you, you're always coming and going, and I kind of see you in a blur. Well, let me just say that at my age, it's good to be sitting down, Derek. I... And uh, either you're coming back from somewhere or you're going somewhere, and so it's just so good to be able to spend this time with you and and talk with you face-to-face. I want you to know that we here in the music radio department recognize it and appreciate it. Thank you so much. I surely appreciate it. All right, let's dive right in. I know that you were a police officer in Canada prior to uh, being called to the ministry. I've heard you say that you pastored for a while in Canada before accepting the position of senior pastor here at Times Square Church. So where does your passion for music fit into all of that? Uh, is, is it something that has always been with you, a part of you? I've always loved music. I've always loved to sing. Um, it's, it's been part of me virtually all of my life. Mm-hmm. And, of course, after I came to Christ as my Savior, then uh, I, I love to worship, always, always have loved to worship, irrespective of what church I've been in. And, you know, you know, you have to understand, I, I was not raised in the church. So the, the hymns, for example, were brand new to me. Mm-hmm. The, the words were deep. It, it ministered to me. It drew me. Um, songs like It Is Well With My Soul, especially after I learned the, the history, the story, how it was written, the depth of faith in God and the faithfulness of God to those who wrote these songs, mm-hmm. um, are, it's, it's just such an integral part of my life. I, I, I will never stop singing. So you're saying you, you were always involved in music. Music has been a part of your house. In other words, I spoke to your daughter, Kate. She was on the show. Mm-hmm. And she said that you had instruments lying around the house all the time. All the time. Okay. So so music has been always been a part of your household from when? Well, I guess all of my life. I started playing the guitar when I was 15 years old. Okay, that's age, my point. And, yeah, that's uh, what I'm trying to get. I, I always had a propensity. I, I wasn't what you'd call any kind of a terrific uh, songwriter or anything. I just loved to sing. Okay. It's, it's just been an integral part of, of my heart and my life. And of course, that that desire that was already, already there was really truly fulfilled in Christ. Uh, it's, it's like you have a song in you, but not fully understand where it's leading until you do get saved. Mm-hmm. And once, once I got saved, I knew why. You know, the odd thing is, uh, Derek, we're created to sing. Have you ever thought about that? I mean, it's an oddity in itself, if you really think about it. What, what are, really are we doing when we sing? Why do we sing? I mean, we were created to worship God in the Garden of Eden. That's why we have a desire to sing. Your voice, it's, it's, it sounds extremely... Be kind now. Be careful now. Remember. <laughs> Cultivated. Like you've been doing this for quite some time. So are you saying that you don't have any formal training? No, none at all, no. You know, I, I'm not surprised. 
uh, there are a plethora of Christian artists who have not been to music school or any particular performing arts school, and they are awesome ministers of music in their own right. As a pastor, I must ask you, is there any theological explanation for that? I mean, perhaps God takes the foolish things and confounds the wise. Why is it that people with no formal training turn out to be awesome ministers of music? Well, because it's a gift. It's something that God gives. And and, and, and uh, music is, you can learn music, mm-hmm. but you and I have to have a passion for what we're singing. It's like, a, a, you know, out of, out of a dozen people who sit down, uh, say, for example, to learn the piano. Yeah. There, there might be eight of the 12 that are theoretically more perfect than the other four, but there might be four in the crowd that just have a touch on the instrument because uh, it's in them yeah, to yeah. sing. It's in them to worship. And that's really what worship, I don't know if you can fully learn worship. Mm-hmm. Worship has to be what you are. Mm. Created to worship. Yes, Absolutely. Now, you have a few CDs proclaiming your love for the Lord. Quiet Times is one, and there is uh, the Christmas CD, where Christmas never ended, and Mm -hmm. Day by Day. When I listen to your CD, Quiet Times, it really takes me to a very peaceful place. You have an incredibly soothing voice. The music that accompanies you is soft and soothing. It's perfect for personal devotional time. Was that your intention with Quiet Times? I mean, how, did, how exactly did that project come about? Well, the bulk of Quiet Times, other than for two songs in the whole CD, uh, were written at a time when I was very ill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was exposed to a toxic substance just a short time after coming to New York City, which mm-hmm. sc- scarred my bronchial tubes. Um, in the mornings, I, I had an oxygen tank in my office, and I would have to actually breathe into an oxygen mask for about 15 minutes in the morning before I would even begin to read uh, my Bible. And in these times, it's as if the devil himself tried to sit on me and um, bring into my life a discouragement, a despondency. And Mm -hmm. it's at these times that you begin to reach deep, deep down into the resource. If you really have had a conversion experience, Mm -hmm. if the Word of God has taken any root at all, I began to reach deep, deep into that uh, supply, and I began to just write my feelings on pieces of paper. I, I wrote, for example, if you've lost your heaven song, it's so hard to carry on when tomorrow looks as sad as yesterday. Yes. Just remember Jesus came, he still he keeps singing just the same, mm-hmm. if you will listen, mm-hmm. when you go to him and pray. Now, these, these were words I believe that God was ministering to me. I wrote it down as a poem, in a sense, but yet I, I could hear a tune. In my spirit, so mm-hmm. I, I would, I would sometimes just call my secretary's answering machine and just sing it. Sometimes it was late at night. I would just sing it on the telephone into the answering machine, so I wouldn't forget the tune. Wow! And I began to put these things down. Um, songs like "If You've Lost Your Heaven Song," when I don't understand mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the verses, when I don't understand the way that you lead, and my fear tries to say no one cares. Mm. It's then that you whisper with heaven's sweet love and tell me forever you're there. Interesting. Now, I was just writing my own heart down. Now, Derek, I've, I've had people write to me since this CD went out several years ago. I've had people write who are uh, shut-ins, who are severely afflicted, mm-hmm. and just, just giving me uh, a word of encouragement about how it ministered to them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I sometimes think there's places that God wants to take us to, not only in preaching but in song, to minister to people, but we we can't 
fully minister there if we're not willing to go there ourselves. Remember Paul said to Timothy, he said, Timothy, that the husbandman that labors must be first partaker of the fruits. Mm -hmm. He said, the Lord give you understanding in this. And Paul was saying to Timothy, Timothy, I've suffered. Timothy, I've had to go through the storm. I've I've got this revelation of Christ, but it's come because nobody but Jesus could have kept me. Mm-hmm. And Timothy said, if you're going to preach with any depth, if you're going to minister with any life, you have to be willing to go through the storm first before you can minister to somebody who's coming behind you. Sure. And a lot of quiet times are songs like that. Now, the two songs that you mentioned that you didn't write during that period, when did you write them? Well, uh, I Love You, Jesus, uh, which is the last song in Quiet Times, I wrote, I, I, I believe it's in my 20s. I was saved at the age of 24, so I'm guessing I was, I'm not very good with time and that, but I'm, I'm probably around 29 <laughs> or so. And uh, I was just sitting with my guitar. I, I was fooling around with the tuning on it, and I had tuned it to the key of E. Yeah. And I was just, I was just playing with the guitar, and uh, it's too bad I didn't have a guitar today. I could just show you exactly what happened. But I, I just, I just, I just began to, I just began to strum it in the key of E, and I just began to worship. Okay. And ne- never knowing that this song was going to have a far reach. Okay. But it was okay. a song was it was not written, in a sense, for a CD. It was not written for any other reason but my own personal love for Jesus Christ. Now that's one of the songs. What was the other song? The other one was called. The Angel with God's Pen. It was, I was in a prayer meeting, and uh, there was a time of incredible silence came into that meeting. It was a, quite a large prayer meeting in the, in the sanctuary of Times Square Church. Mm-hmm. And I could literally hear this song, and I was praying for my son, and I felt God giving me a promise. That now, your son was saved during this period? Well, he, he's, he grew up in the church mm-hmm. and has known the Lord and just got a little bit discouraged with the things of God because of some things that happened along the way. Yes. And I was just praying for him to come to the fullness of what God had for his life. Mm-hmm. And I felt the Lord tell me that he would, I would live to see that mm-hmm. in his life. I'd live to see him become everything that God had promised me he would be one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this song called The Angel with God's Pen was written. I wrote it right on the platform. On a, I wrote most of my songs... Uh, on scrap pieces of paper because it just it just comes to me so quickly and if if I don't write it down I wouldn't remember it. There are many people who become discouraged with the church and some of the things that happen, some of the weird things that happen in church. People get hurt in church. We've talked about this on other shows. Do you think music really is uh, a ministry tool and and getting those people back? Phenomenal ministry tool. I mean, you, you can sometimes go deeper into a man's heart with a song than you can with 50 sermons. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. something about music. There's something. It, we're, we're inherently created with the DNA to love music. It's something God put in every person. And, and, and people can be reached through music that quite often can't be reached any other way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do believe that with all my heart. The lyrics on Quiet Times, uh, so pure, so beautiful. And you do have a quote in the CD jacket saying, I'm not really a songwriter. You kind of explained that in the CD jacket, but for the benefit of our listeners, what did you really mean when you said you're not really a songwriter? Well, a songwriter sits down to write songs. Uh, I, I've never really done that. I, I've never just taken a day saying, okay, I'm going to write a song. You know, that, that's how I would interpret a songwriter to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that I've ever written essentially 
is just a moment of inspiration. It's 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 something that I believe that God has given me. To, for example, the Christmas CD. Okay, that's that's right. the one targeting children. I, I, yeah, I woke up at uh, I guess around five five thirty in the morning. Yeah, one morning, yeah. crying, really weeping, and uh, just just the memories, memory after memory, just flooding over my heart of of the days. Of, of Christmas, of, of my grandfather, of um, what it was like as a child. I, I just remembered all of these things from years ago. And I, I, I got up, started to write. By about 7 o'clock in the morning, I started to write. By noon, the entire CD was finished. Wow. Now, that's phenomenal. And that's something that you probably couldn't have done in your own power. No, no. no I mean, not every song uh, on the CD I wrote, like Silent Night, sir, for example. I mean, but the ones that <laughs> okay. I did write, I think there's maybe five or six yeah. I wrote all in that, uh, in that one morning. Amazing. Awesome. When you listen to the CD, I mean, as I mentioned, each song on the CD uh, just kind of takes one spirit to a really nice place. You did mention one that you, if you had a guitar, mm-hmm. that you would play. And lo and behold, a guitar has walked into the studio. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Courtesy of Jess. <laughs> I'll do that. When we come back to Music with a Mission, we're going to hear Pastor Carter Conlon play a little guitar and uh, one of his favorite songs in the key of E with Music with a Mission continues. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the women. God is the one with your God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio, where God is. It's TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, sitting here with our own Pastor Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. And uh, we, he has a guitar in his hand. And before the break, we, he was talking about a song called I Love You, Jesus, from the CD Quiet Times that he played in the key of E. And he said he played it on his guitar. And he said if he had a guitar, that he would play it. And lo and behold. A guitar walked in the room. <laughs> uh, Jess was nice enough to bring in, a, bring in a guitar so you could play the song, Pastor. And I'm just, I'm anxious to hear it. I see you got it in your hand. And um, it, uh, it is from the CD Quiet Times. So would you mind giving us a little, a little taste of uh, what okay. you can do there, sir? Now, this is the original. The uh, original. It, it sounds a little bit different on the CD now that it's been refined. Okay. <clears throat> but originally, I was just sitting with my guitar. I remember... Um, from our kitchen into our living room, um, there was a there was a stepway right. that went up. It was an old farmhouse, and I was sitting on the steps. I had my guitar. I was just experimenting with it, uh, tuned to the key of E. Okay. And um, I just started to worship, and I started to sing just out of my heart, just a love song to Jesus, and and it goes like this. I love you, love you, love you, Jesus. And I praise your holy name You are the Alpha and Omega You're the first, the last, the same And I love you, love you, love you, Jesus 
and I praise your holy name. You are the Alpha and Omega. You're the first, the last, the same. You let them hang you on a tree. You died for sinners just like me. And I raised my voice up with a cry. Your nail-scarred hands have dried my eyes. And I love you, love you, love you, Jesus. And I praise your holy name. You are the Alpha and Omega. You're the first, the last, the same. Praise God. I like it. I like. I kind of like the original version better than the refined version. Well, that was the original version, and that was just right out of my heart. No understanding that that would ever be recorded, that it would ever be sung anywhere. Pastor, you truly have a heart for worship. Has it always been this way with you? Uh, since I got saved, I've just loved God with all my heart. Uh, I love to sing. I love the old hymns of the church in particular. You know, as mm-hmm. we shared earlier, mm-hmm. I, I've not been raised in the church. So all of the hymns of the church were revelation to me, and uh, especially the depth of the theology in, uh, in many of them. And that voice, you're like the Christian Perry Cuomo or something. Uh, it's what my daughter calls me. <laughs> <laughs> Bing Crosby of the Christian exactly. world. <laughs> um, you clearly have a passion and a great compassion for people. Children in particular, and that's where the Christian album came from. Mm-hmm. But because you were a police officer before being a pastor, I'm, I'm a little, you know, a little confused because I've heard it said that police officers, after a season or so, compassion goes out of the window. And you're kind of like, you know, it's a blank stare. Where did the change happen for you? Well, you know, the, <clears throat> like the scripture says, if, uh, if a man be in Christ, um, the person becomes a new creation. Mm-hmm. The old things pass away, and all things become new. And it is true. Uh, after after a few years of uh, police work, you do get very, very hard and indifferent to human suffering. Mm. Um, I, I can't attribute the change to anything else but Jesus Christ mm. coming into my life. And in my heart, when I became a Christian, I had this prayer. I said, God, I, I want the whole package. Whatever this means for my life, wherever it's going to take me, I'm not coming to you dictating to you what I expect this to be, but where, where you want it to take me and what you want it to become in my life, I, I'm open to it, and I, I actually really desired it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a young man, I, I really didn't have much of a heart for children, I, they, more or less just to be babysat. I, you know, there was, there was no other depth to it. It's mm-hmm. only as I'd be... I've gotten older. The, you remember the story when Jacob wanted the blessing of God yeah. in, in the Scriptures, and um, he, he, you know, he did what he had to do to get what he thought was the blessing. Sure. But finally, after 
20 or so years of being more or less a wilderness, he he decided to come home because God called him to something deeper. And before crossing back into the place he had originally been, he wrestled with God all night. And the Scripture says the Lord touched him but put an infirmity in him. Mm -hmm. But after he came out of that place of wrestling with God, you remember that the story says that Esau had 400 men with him, and he's kind of he's, he drives in furiously, and he, you can picture him driving out furiously. Mm-hmm. Now Esau is the kind of a a, a a believer who's just all in it for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole reason for being blessed is it's all about me, and you can see it. He's he's and it says he had 400 men with him. Yeah. He's he's driven to conquer, to to accumulate, to have more power, influence, authority. That's his whole raison d'être. And Jacob, he says to Esau, he says, well, you, you go ahead. I'll, I'll get there eventually. He says, but I'm not going to travel any faster than the, the, than the children mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, the young ones and the young livestock as well. He said, but I'm not going to travel any faster than the young and the old can travel with me. Right. So there's Esau driving into the wilderness, and you could just see the cloud of dust with his 400 men to conquer some new thing. Sure. And that was his vision of the blessing. Mm-hmm. And, and you get this other man. He's limping along. He's now he's now physically halted. Jacob. And yeah, Jacob. Mm-hmm. And, but he's he's got the kids. He's got the old, mm-hmm. and he's got God. Uh, and that's all you need. And that's all you need. But that's the evidence of the heart of God mm-hmm. is that it's not about me anymore. It's about you. And that's what happened to you. Yes. Yeah. It's about those coming after you. It's about it's about the kids. The kids are, you know, like. Even Jesus himself, the disciples were the big idea guys, you know, like, hey, look, we got kingdoms to conquer, yeah. Romans to overthrow. Yeah. And Jesus said, you don't get it. Don't hinder these children from coming to me because my kingdom has been created for such as these. Mm. And they, they weren't complete in that yet. And I think one of the strongest evidences that we are truly growing in grace is that we begin to truly love children the way that God does. Out of that, I guess that prompted the children's album. Where Christmas never rides. I, I wanted people and children to just know the joy I had known when I was young. Okay, okay. About what it, how I felt about Christmas time. Then came the CD Day by Day, uh, songs to encourage you. Uh, kind of a great collection of good old gospel standards. Uh, Precious Lord, take my hand in the garden. Uh, great is Thy faithfulness, just to name a few. What prompted you to do that CD? Well, that, that CD, I think, was basically for people who are just struggling. I see. You know, I mean, being a Christian doesn't mean that we won't go through trials. Mm-hmm. Death knocks on every door, hardship, difficulty, um, even just questions about the reality of the presence of God can attack the mind of even some of the most sincere mm. believers in Jesus Christ. Times when there's no other prayer, but Lord, take my hand. I, I can't get through this on my own. I don't have the strength. Mm-hmm. Or the song, When We See Christ, there's there's great encouragement in the fact that one day we're going to, when we get to heaven, we'll understand it all. The mysteries will be unlocked to us. We'll know why we had to go th- through certain things, and, and it will be worth it all, as the song says, mm-hmm. When We See Christ. Um, just all, all of these wonderful songs that have been written uh, by so many people in days gone by who've known these incredible battles and were able to put down songs which I believe that God put a stamp of eternity on. You said some of the most sincere believers are attacked. Why do you think that is? Because 
some of the sincere believers are maybe a threat to the kingdom of Satan? Well, which soldiers get attacked? Is it the ones in... Uh the ones at the recruitment station, uh, the ones on the train, the ones in uh, boot camp, or the ones on the field of operation? Good point. Yeah, it's really the only point. I mean, you're, you'll get attacked when you're in the battle. Mm-hmm. Go sit in a nice church somewhere where there's nothing happening and you're going nowhere, and probably uh, you'll be greatly left alone, and you yeah. might even have a sense that everything is well. Mm-hmm. But get into the battle, and you find out there's a real devil out there, uh, really fights against the testimony of God and tries to and swallow as many people from this world as he can yeah. into darkness. And that's where you find out there really is a battle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And music is, is another weapon in this battle, as we talked about. Phenomenal. Well, look in the scriptures. Whenever they would go in uh, to battle, uh, the, the Levites were generally sent in first, and mm-hmm. that's the worshipers. Mm-hmm. Now, they have to believe what they're singing. This is what we always tell our choir here. This is not a, this is not a performance. Uh, if you don't believe what you're singing, probably best to sit in the congregation for a little while. Because it song is not just <clears throat> pleasant to the ear, but it's a, de- it's a declaration of truth mm-hmm. that uh, I've... And I know Greg speaks this to the choir, but every, everyone in the choir should be a preacher as well as a singer because they, they should be preaching what they're singing. That's and they should believe it deeply because it's the, it's the, it's the, the entrance of... Uh, truth in song that quite often opens the heart to the uh, Word of God that's about to be preached. Interesting selections of songs on the Day by Day CD. Any one of those songs come from a personal place in your life? The reason why you chose them, perhaps? The last one. Which is? Let the Lower Lights Be Burning. Where were you in your life then? Oh, that's a song. I remember the first time I heard it, um, I began to, there's a story behind it, um, D.L. Moody had preached a message about a man who <clears throat> was in charge of the the inlet route to a harbor of safety on the ocean. It was it happened actually in his lifetime, and um, there was an evening. The, the The harbor lights, the lower lights, were the lights that were lit along the canal to show you the way into the safe harbor. Mm-hmm. And um, there would be a lighthouse that actually calls the ship in in the storm. But then the lower lights would guide you into the safe harbor. Mm. And uh, this this man in charge of lighting these lights one night, he he looked and the sky was clear and it didn't seem like there was any chance of a storm. He was feeling lazy, so he didn't light them that night. In the middle of the night, a terrific storm arose and a a captain knew that there was a safe harbor there. The lighthouse called the ship in, but he had not lit the lower lights. And uh, the ship hit the uh, reef on the on the way to try to find the harbor, and all of the sailors died. It became a news story in D.L. Moody's day. He preached on it, and then the writer of this hymn, after his message, went home and wrote the song, Let the Lower Lights Be Burning. And it became a cry of my heart, Oh God, please, Jesus, don't ever let the flame of passion in me that shows men the way into the safe harbor of Christ, don't ever let it go out. Keep me alive. Don't let me get lazy. Don't let me have a season in my life where I put down the Bible, where I, I put down the Word of God, or I just put down the call mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be a light to hungry souls. Don't let me put it away. And it's, it became really a theme song in my life for many, many years. still is, actually, today. Well, let's listen to it right now. Let the lower lights be burned from the CD Day by Day. Pastor Carter Conley on Music with a Mission. Rightly be our Father's mercy. From his lighthouse evermore, but to us 
He gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. Let the Lord lights be burning, send a gleam across the way. Some poor fainting, struggling seaman, you may rescue. Dark the night of sin is settled. Loud the angry billows roll. Eager souls are waiting, watching for the lights along the shore. Let the Lord light be burning, send the gleam across the way. Some poor fainting, struggling seaman, you may rescue, you may save. Trim your feeble lamp. My brother, some poor sailor, tempest-tossed, trying now to reach the harbor in the darkness may be lost. Let the lights be burning, send a gleam across. Struggling seaman, you may rescue, you may save. Let the lights be burning, send a gleam across the wave. Some poor fainting, struggling seaman, you may rescue. Brightly beam our Father's mercy from His lighthouse evermore. But to us He gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. From the CD Day by Day, Pastor Carter come and let the lower lights be burning. Great song, Pastor. And on that CD, the Prague Philharmonic Orchestra is accompanying you, huh? Yes, they do on uh, several of the songs. How did that happen? Well, there was a uh, gentleman that of um, some influence in the music industry who found out that we were doing this for the purpose of encouraging people, but mm-hmm. all of the proceeds from all of these CDs 
go to feed hungry children through child cry. There are no no uh, personal uh, advantages to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was very moved by that and arranged for us to have a team sent into uh, the Czech Republic, into Prague, where the orchestra was uh, in sitting, mm-hmm. and uh, with just put the music on the stand, and um, they just began to play it. Now, the conductor who went from us said they were so good, they're like a magnet. They just draw the music sure, out of you. Sure. Now, they didn't all speak English, but one of the interesting uh, stories of that is, uh, you know the song, In the Garden, I Come yes. to the Garden yeah, Alone? Well, the fellow that played the uh, violin on that was a master violinist. You know, you can really hear that in there. He didn't speak English, but he was so taken with the melody, he couldn't stop he couldn't leave it playing alone. it. Wow. He kept playing it. Yeah. Even after they were done recording, he just kept playing it and playing it, which really tells you that music is a spirit, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's a man who doesn't speak English, and he's being touched by the, by the music of this song, which is written to glorify Jesus Christ. Wow. Awesome. And this CD, along with Quiet Times, goes to the ministry of Child Cry, which 100% of the proceeds feeds hungry children. Am I not right? We're feeding 5,500 roughly children now a day, every day, through Child Cry. And these are typically children who might not be fed if somebody wasn't doing it. Yes, yes, understood. Pastor, before you go, it's been a pleasure having you on Music with a Mission. I have enjoyed it. I have too. And um, before you go, though, we would like you to say a prayer for those who are thinking about entering music ministry, those who are in music ministry, that God would cover them and lead them. Would you do that for us, Pastor? Yes. Especially for those in music ministry, let me just encourage you today, don't get involved in this if you're not a true worshiper of God. There, there is a, I, I believe, a stern warning about this. This, this is a holy calling. This is a holy ministry, and you, you dare not enter it if, if you yourself are not consecrated to the Lord. If, if, if you've not, if your motive isn't pure, for why you want to take up an instrument and sing about heavenly and about eternal things. Remember that the Lord himself said that God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. And if if you are not sincere in this, uh, you best not touch these holy things. But if you are sincere, if you want to be a worshiper of God, go to it with all of your heart. Hold nothing back. Not only in the writing and singing of songs, but in personal practice. Do what God calls you to do. That's where your song is going to come from. Forgive when he calls you to forgive, and give when he asks you to give, and go where he calls you to go. Become what he asks you to be. Go into the realm of the impossible to man, but possible with God, and out of it will come a song that will glorify Christ and become a great encouragement to those that are seeking a living relationship with him. Now, Father, I pray for those that are listening today who are in charge, Lord, are given the charge of, of leading people to the worship of God. I pray, Lord, that young men and women, especially who are listening to this, would drop to their knees one more time and consecrate themselves and the instrument that you put into their hands and the voice you've given them and the talent that they have to the true glorifying of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give them a revelation, O God, of the depth of your love, of the incredible awe of your majesty, 
and let the words that they write come from personal experience and devotion to you. Help them, O God, to open your word again to study, Lord, to begin to walk in the newness of life that you promised to those who belong to you. I thank you for this. Oh, Jesus, I thank you with all my heart. Lord, in this last hour of time that we're living in, let a song of praise ignite in your house such as we've never heard before. Isaiah heard it. He said, in the midst of the fires, I hear a song, songs of glory to the righteous one. Oh, God, let that song begin. I ask it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Sometimes a world of haste Seems to set my pace Rushing forward like a wave To empty shores Till the rising tide Like a silent My heart will rest in God is found once more in the quiet times, in the quiet times. Oh, your spirit takes my mind to heaven's shore. Like I am swept by perfect peace forevermore. I am swept by perfect peace forevermore. There's only whispers there calming every care. Jesus sits on heaven's throne So far above When the praises rise Healing fills my sky As the clouds of doubt and fear Give way to love Spirit takes my mind to heaven's shore like a river in its stillness. I am swept by perfect peace forevermore in the quiet. Your spirit takes my mind to heaven's shore like a river in its stillness. I am swept by perfect peace. 
forevermore I am swept by perfect peace forevermore I am swept by perfect peace Take joy, my King, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because Music with a Mission doesn't end here. So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet, and don't forget to use the hashtag MWMPodcast. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week, we'll rewind back again and listen to our very first panel discussion from March 2011 on the topic, What is Worship? And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time on Music with a Mission. Music with a Mission.